0: We're simply having a wonderful Christmas time, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to number five of our twelve rambles of Christmas, a daily countdown of what we see as the twelve defining topics in football since we began the football ramble back in two thousand and seven.
1: Back into further, deeper into the top half.
2: Monday, mm, yes. yes. Tuesday, ramble day. <laughs> Every day hey, is ramble, ramble day. day.
1: We underestimated d- 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 how much work this would be. <laughs> <laughs> I, I brought this to the table, and you guys want to be fair to you guys, you were like, Yeah, let's do it. And now it's hard. Yeah. No, it's good though, it's fun,
3: it's good. Yeah, it's, good. it's fun. It's not mean, it's proper fine. work though, is it, Pete? <laughs> it's not proper work. How, how would you we, know? We could be down the mine. We could be. Not in this and world. that's, what, that's what, number what, three. What are your mindful words? Mindful. It requires that voice. Yeah, it down the mine. Velvet. It's a euphemism.
1: You, you want to go down the mines with me
3: later? <laughs> I've already used that one before. I've done it. Shall we head to the reservoir? <laughs> oh no! The things you, the things you don't, want, places you don't want to invite people. Come, Come on, it's not mock the Week. No. What? It's not mock the week. Is yeah. yeah. Slow it down, Peter. <laughs> yeah, slow it, no, it down. You're not going slow it down. Number
0: five. It's Spain's era of dominance, La Furia Roja. Yes, yes. Jim, the Spanish national team when they were <laughs> kicking all of our asses at in oh, international and, football, and we loved it. It's, yeah, it's, it's not as
3: bad when they're kicking
1: everyone's asses, not no. just
3: ours. No, kicking the asses that are on the
0: end of triangles that are around you. Well, to be perfect, yeah, yeah, to, <laughs> yeah. Be, to be perfectly honest with you, I don't remember them. I don't remember them beating us at in an international tournament. 08, oh, we didn't qualify, so the joke was on them. <laughs> <laughs> 2010. Uh, but yeah. Hang
1: on a minute, Marcus. Would it have even been an era of
0: dominance if <laughs> yeah, exactly.
4: you know, we had qualified? We don't know. In Spain, they don't count 2008 because <laughs> no, England yeah.
0: weren't there. Yeah, rightly yeah, so. We, but didn't we, they turn up at, at Wembley with a friendly... Yeah, and, got and, beat. Uh,
3: and Scott Parker and the boys. Got we, beat 1 0. Yeah. We, uh, we stuck out our hand in that year to shake the hand and then
0: went, ah. And, then <laughs> t- so, so, and so we had, had the hair. last laugh.
1: Just to be clear, yeah. what era are you talking about here? you going from 08 to 012. No, 012? No. <laughs> 012? 08 to 12. I'm going
0: 94 <laughs> to 98. <laughs> In in between, they lost a penalty shoot out to England. Because if we're
1: doing them winning the Euros in 1964, I've done the wrong note. Yeah, okay, right. Don't worry about that.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes, the Spanish national team, eh? It is so weird to think that they were considered underachievers not that long ago. Yeah. And they were were underachievers, especially throughout the 90s and early noughties. A little bit like England, however... They've gone on to fulfil their potential. They
4: sorted that out in a, (laughs) let's say, more professional manner, didn't they? Um, Because even before Euro 2008, nobody would back them because it was however good they looked and however objectively good the squad was. It'd become a bit of a joke. Uh-huh. You know, it's just like, of course Spain aren't going to win. Of course they'll underachieve. They'll yeah. have everything to like, succeed like, and they'll
1: just mess it up. It's a bit like the Dutch where they just all fall out with each other. I'll tell you what it's like
0: now. It's like Belgium now. Yeah. Yes, basically. Totally, yeah. A bit and,
1: premature, and, maybe, and unfair on Belgium at this stage,
0: but the, 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 the makings of it are there. Well, look, it's a fair comparison with the Dutch in terms of the history of, of both sides at international tournaments. They don't have the history like some other teams, Germany, Italy, Argentina, Brazil. Even England, you, you could say, uh, at a stretch before their, their period of dominance. They'd they'd reached the, the quarters in 1934, semis in 1950, but it wasn't until 1982... Mm. Until they until they hosted the tournament, so they reached the knockouts again. Mm. There's a great big gap there. It's a bit like the Dutch. It wasn't until the 70s really they became the side that we all kind of know. Now. one
4: of the strange things about that as well is we often talk about how um, frustrating it is that the Premier League is of such a high quality and the England team isn't. Yes, throughout the, you know, well the history of Spanish football yeah. having probably the arguably the two biggest clubs in the world. Certainly mm. you know in that conversation in you know in Spain and that's not translating over to the national team. Must have been maddening. Yeah, that's I mean, their I, version of that. Surely.
0: Absolutely right. Absolutely right. Right, yeah. Um, in 86, 1994, they've reached the knockouts, um, but again, didn't really sort of do anything in the, in the wider scheme of things. 1998 was a good example of when they really buggered it up. They had a really good squad, went out in the first round. 2002, unlucky with some questionable decisions against South Korea in the quarters. 2004 went out in the first round. Mm. Uh, in that tournament, yeah. Portugal and Greece progressed ahead of them. Those two, because of course they did. Yeah, it's Spain. It's well, that's what they right. did Absolutely. It, it, this is not that long ago. This is the thing. <laughs> not that long ago. Four years later, they obviously won Euro two thousand and eight. Now the Spanish FA. Started to invest in youth, bring in new players, and, and uh, which would obviously lead to bringing in new players and, and so on and so forth. They introduced a thing called the Fidelity Strategy, which worked in two ways. It provided coaching, the opportunity to play for clubs, and and provide teachers to help the young players prepare for life outside football, which and is often overlooked. Right? Yeah. Which it, it's quite um, incredible. And the, and the head of the uh, of La Liga at the time said, uh, "The most important thing is to be patient. If you are making progress with home players, the supporters will understand." And, and 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 he said, you know, in six years you might have, or, or, or sorry, he said that you might have a homegrown player one year, that you might have a couple the next year. Mm. You know, we'll grow this slowly, but surely it was it was a, a grassroots kind of initiative that, that grew it up. And, and my goodness, they reaped the rewards of <laughs> that in the subsequent years. <laughs>
1: and, and do you think, oh, obviously we're talking about that, that them becoming the first international team to win three, to win three ta- tournaments in a row here. Do you think that, looking at the Euros, do you think, in two thousand and eight, when which obviously they won yeah. for the first for the first time since sixty four, do you think that looking back on it, the stage was set for a team to come along and dominate? Because if you look at the teams who won the Euros before that, two thousand and four was a surprise winner. Yeah. 2000 was uh, France. France, and they, they had had 98 in 2000,
0: but then mm. they had sort of... They dropped off.
1: Yeah, they had, and, and, and 2002, they were very disappointed. But
0: then in 2006, they'd won. They, they, they'd got to the final of the World Cup. Italy, of course, were the world champions. Yeah, mm. true. But so again, it's if, always if
4: difficult, look, but they were two teams that were sort of ageing. I mean, you look at the, the events of that final, with Zidane's headbutt and everything, and that was very much the end of an era for that France team. So true, I they, think you, you, you might be on to So there,
1: so, so and, and, and the reason I say that is because in 2008, when they, they won their first... Sort of, sort of international title I guess that there were, there were a series of players almost like a spine who were a part of all three of those squads mm. so is it a case that Spain had this generation that came through at the same time and it just happenstance I know they set the ground. Because you can show the season, think, set the ground yeah. for it, but it doesn't mean you're always going to produce, you know, Casillas, Ramos, Iniesta, Xavi, Alonso, yeah. Fabregas, and Torres in, in the, the same generation. Yeah. yeah,
4: well, this is it. It is absolutely. Despite, you know, obviously, um, it's, again, it's that perfect storm that seems to be coming up a lot on these, yeah. on these moments yeah, yeah, of, yeah. of conditions being absolutely perfect. Like, they've, they've obviously sorted out, um, you know, what needs to happen to get these players um, developed very well from a young age. Mm. And obviously, it's, it's the, the quality of the players that comes through. If you look at their most players. I think it's only Raúl and um, Zubizaretta in the top ten that aren't of this crop. Yeah, so this okay. is a proper which is, which golden is amazing generation
0: because those two players had such great longevity international yeah. Yeah. football. We mentioned sure. the latter in a, in a bit, but they did. But one crucial thing was the joined up thinking mm. in Liga, which obviously you don't get in the Premier League because the Premier League and the FA are, are two separate bodies. La Liga, they were produ- They were going in uh, from the ground. They were. All, they had a little bit of a problem, like England uh, did, perhaps still do, maybe trying to get out of it now. In 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 trying to to blood through uh, players who are bigger and taller, that kind of thing, and less yeah. on technical ability. They changed that. You know, you look at a lot of the Spanish uh, players. I know height doesn't matter. You can be technical as six foot four or five foot four. But a lot of those players, you could maybe argue if they were coming through maybe the early 90s, the likes of David Silver and Iesta, would they have been sort of overlooked? But quite possibly, I,
3: I do sometimes think. I mean, people talk about you know the the the, the, the youth academies that are rightly lauded, like La Masia at uh, Barcelona and uh, La Fabrica. Ajax, uh, uh, say again, La Fabrica at Real Madrid. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 and, and, La, and, and, La, and, and La Fontaine and, is and, and, and in like Claire Fontaine, Ajaxes, and, and, like, Cla- and Lisbon's and stuff like that. You sometimes I do think just. There's, it's culture is more important and the stars aligning. I think sometimes it's just a little bit of luck that you get a crop of players who are technically able mm. to follow instructions. And, and also, more than anything else, like the difference between Spain and England is that um, the Spanish players just seem to have a basic... Uh, aptitude for to, to take a ball in and lay it off and England players just frequently haven't been able to do that they, the, the base it. level of technical ability mm. just seemed to be higher and the, 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 the need to give and go give and go mm. give, make those just triangles just every philosophy. time to build on
1: that Pete if you look at we're talking about 2008, 2010, 2012 2008 to 2012 is the, are the exact years that Pep Guardiola managed Barcelona mm. so these players who who have what while a, 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 international, uh, f- sorry, a, a national association has a responsibility to develop players, mm. re- the, real, the realism of it means that it's going to come from the clubs. Okay? Yeah. So what have we talked about in the context of, of English football? Okay, we've got these, these youth team academy prospects coming through, but they need to play. Yeah. But what did Goliola do? He plays them all. Absolutely. He plays them all. He says to players like Pedro, you are good enough. Mm. you have gone from literally being a nobody to winning five trophies in, the, in your first season as a professional you know i think it was uh, six yeah so it, it they really all, they around.
0: utilize barcelona b team as well yeah. so
1: so barcelona uh, i think have a huge part to play in this there's yeah. a lot
0: of joined up thinking the, 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 the i remember talking to a barcelona coach once and he said the barcelona player who's playing right back the under-16s will be playing the same role as the guy at the under-18s, as the under-21s, as the first team. A lot of joined-up thinking is going on. And speaking of that... Um, the manager in 2008 was Luis Aragonés. Now, I know he said those absolutely disgraceful things. Uh, I think it was about Thierry Henry. You know, mm. So, unfortunately, his legacy is slightly tarnished there. But in the context of this, he implemented that tiki-taka style yeah. when, uh, for the Spanish national side. Uh, and it was a very, very good move because if you look at a lot of those players that were coming through, it was very, very interesting. And one of the other things he did... Now, so we've seen some managers, and we've mentioned McLaren doing it to Beckham before, and that was that was... Terribly misjudged, but but he, one of the things he did was he dropped Raúl mm. in the build-up to Euro two thousand and eight. Raúl was the talisman. Raúl was the goal scorer. He was the experienced older head, and so on. and And he dropped him, and that signaled the end of Raúl's international career. Fernando Morientes was another one. Oh, these are great players. They fell into the trap that
1: England consistently fall into, which is being resorting to this talismanic type thing we have to get this player fit we have to rely on this player whether it's Gascoigne or Beckham or Rooney or Owen we have have sadly descended to those levels in the past (laughs) as well Spain Raul had the whole nation on his shoulders for a yeah. long time yes. and while it was I, I can't really remember the actual decision itself but I imagine it would have been met with a, the occasional furrowed brow from a Spanish football fan mm. it, well, you're absolutely right it was probably the trigger event to, to yeah. mean that they can move beyond it and, mm. and play this type of football but it was a gamble of course it was a gamble but they had nothing to lose anyway well
0: but, well, they nearly lost their place at Euro 2008 they started very very poorly they lost 3-2 to Northern Ireland it's fascinating in that campaign that. it really is yeah Luis Aragonés was under a lot of pressure and, and, and in between a loss between Northern Ireland, Sweden, I think it was. That's when he dropped role. You know, that's the guy who's dug them out. That's the guy who scored the the, the, the the country's top scorer, I believe, at the time. Mm. Yeah, he dropped him. They managed to turn it around and they got to Euro two thousand and eight. But again, it because of that qualifying campaign, which was fairly unspectacular but fairly comfortable in the end. A lot of people perhaps didn't realize just how this Spain side would go on to dominate. And that tournament was.
1: I was thinking about this uh, when prepping for this and watching some some stuff around it. That's arguably... I would, I would definitely hear an argument to say that was the best quality football tournament at international level that I can remember. It was a good one. It was brilliant. Is that because England weren't there It, it might... Mate, <laughs> do you know what? I know that's a joke, but my, it might be that my mind wasn't, hasn't been coloured at all yeah. because I didn't have a dog yeah. in the fight. So, but I think sp- regardless of what they went on to do, which we'll talk about winning that tournament on its own was amazing because I'll tell you what yeah. it was european championships in its old format was by far the best quality of football mm-hmm. because you'd have no dead rubbers you would have no yeah. poor teams and um and for them to 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 to, to, to not only to win that but to really to 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 dominate the tournament oh I'll yeah say, they just and be stand it apart. be stand out and not have an easy game really at all certainly not in the knockout stage Um, Because Russia were a good team now. I know they dominated Mm -hmm. them in the semi-final. They're
0: much fancied Russian side. They beat uh, Netherlands who people thought might do something.
1: And they play Italy in the quarters and they play Germany in the final.
0: On that mention of Italy, they won a penalty shootout. Now Spain, no one's been as bad as England, but they'd lost three and won two penalty shootouts prior to that one. Winning a penalty shooter against a big nation actually mm. can be a great galvanising thing. Also, Italy and Spain have a How bit of we a thing, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Well, we did beat Spain. <laughs> that was a, a huge
1: rivalry there. Yeah, yeah
0: rivalry. and I think that was actually a bit of a barrier they got over there. Yeah. So it was all there. And then... Um, once they got to Germany in the final, it was theirs, and they didn't choke. I think that's no. the thing. When they get to the final, people in Spain are like, "We didn't bloody choke. We won it." Torres yeah. got the winning goal. He was in uh, in the goals of uh, 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 David Vehicles, no. Danny Guiza, Danny Guísa. Yeah, Danny Guiza <laughs> yeah. came off the bench in like
4: what seemed like every game. But also, the squad depth was very interesting because if you look at the Greece game, which they won two one, it mm-hmm. was um, last It goal. was Guísa and Ruben Dillared. I yeah. think that scored the goals. So, and they're
0: not players that um, you, know, you, you think of as being That's sort right. of big in that side yeah I mean amazing really Chavi was voted best player at the tournament although Marcos Senna got a lot of praise indeed Brazilian So, so well, yeah <laughs> indeed it always so they, in there, they, they, <laughs> unless you're playing
1: Germany in twenty-four. but when
0: they won Euro 2008 it was going kind of, oh blimey Spain have finally done it but yeah. even then no one have, could have perhaps predicted well maybe they could have predicted but uh, the, 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 the dominance that came from then was just a different level and we're going to talk about that after this
2: It's not
4: all
0: about running and doing this and doing that. It's all about...
2: Advent!
0: And it, we are deep in Advent. Never a truer gentlemen.
1: word spoken, yeah. Pete, yeah. By, Luke,
0: that, by that gentleman. T- tell us some more truths, mate.
1: We're at number five now. A few more to go after this, four more, in fact. Um, but we'd love for you listening at home to get in touch with your favourite moments since 2007. Two as part of our 12 rounds of Christmas. And on Christmas Eve, we're going to choose our favourite which will win a 55-inch Toshiba 4K TV from from Toshiba. I already said it once. What a big one. Um, I I can't get over how big the TV is still, but there you go. (laughs) Um, In addition to that amazing Christmas present, we'll also record your moment as an extra show in the new year, once we've had a rest. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Toshiba offers you the chance to watch every football match in 4K picture clarity. Thanks to the TV's pinpoint sharp resolution, no detail, no flick or kick of the ball will ever be missed. Enjoy 24-7 access to a whole world of online content, including catch-up TV and on-demand servers such as Netflix with this TV you can also access last week's shows on demand with free view play for an authentic audio experience it also comes with a subwoofer, sub-woofer. to project Woof. that bass sound bass Bang. in the place projector <laughs> Can I get a rewind? Um, don't just hear but feel the roar of the crowd so for your chance to win email in with your favourite moment from 2007 onwards to show at thefootballramble.com It will be administered by Peter Danson who is sat opposite me Hello to you sir
3: Yes Cock.
1: Cock. What's that?
0: It's a chicken on the
1: pitch at the Ewood Park It was actually a capon What? It was a capon What do you mean? It's a particular type of chicken
0: get out (laughs) when you say it was actually you should have said more specifically because Pete was correct it had a Blackburn flag on didn't it Mm. that was good which player tried to chase it off um Dumb. I think it was the, the, the yak. yak. The I yak. Think it was
3: the yak. Yeah, cuz feed the yak and he was going to eat it.
1: Chicken on <laughs> chicken on the pitch at Ewood Park. If that's yeah. not in the top yeah. 4, I will be
4: <laughs> very very surprised. Well, yeah. maybe the Venkis rain in general. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. still
0: going. Yeah. Yeah. Don't still forget. Going. The story's not over. Well, if, if you are hoping for that, let me remind you that life is full of little disappointments. <laughs> yeah. Um Vicente del Bosque. Yes. Mm. The uh the Bob Paisley yeah. of the yeah. Spain national team. Just having him <laughs> waiting in the wings. <laughs> Yeah. That's
4: another part of that perfect storm, isn't it?
1: I like, I love how he looks as well. Yeah, yeah I do. I, I, I know I it's, love how it's, he looks. it's stereotypical, but I just really like it. Yeah. It's yeah. Rene,
4: isn't it? It's Rene from Hello Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, cool. Mainland Europe.
3: Yeah, <laughs> love yeah. they're London. all the same. <laughs> it's all it's all Mainland Europe, Europe, Uncle.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Del Bosque took over the Spain job after Aragonés stepped down after Euro 2008, and he thought to himself, "I'll carry on the style that we're playing." All yeah. right. Um, the World Cup 2010 campaign Yeah that's fine Breeze through that No bother 10 wins out of 10 uh, And Spain were now the big boys Going into a <laughs> yeah. tournament The proper big boys The European champions And that brings It's own pressure you know It does mm. yeah New grande boys <laughs> Because I think I, I, You know there were
4: Still but question marks Chicos grandes <laughs> Chicos grandes <laughs> There were still Question marks It's weird when you Speak like that I um, like <laughs> Diablo Yeah it's El Diablo <laughs> Like that video That you posted Of you um, Elbow oh. dropping Your mate Alex While he was asleep in bed Oh yeah I Remember? was wearing you A re-
3: Mexican wrestler's mask yeah. I think I think I used a word that I didn't realize was so offensive. I I'd, I'd been watching a lot of Narcos.
0: Marcus Russell this back, with Uh Jim carry on. <laughs> wrestler. What well, was gonna Stop it.
4: <laughs> what I was going to say was um that around this time I think there were still some questions people had like can Spain now go and do this in a World Cup? But they seemed to have this endless production line of talent at the time. Yeah. I remember um it's, it seems funny to, to you know to talk about a False dawn in that context, but do you remember Sergio Canales bursting onto the scene? Yeah. With that amazing guy he scored for Sociedad and we're all going like, oh, not another one. Mm. How, when is this going to end? Like Ekin Munain as well, all These players that you know maybe didn't go on to to have the careers that you thought they would, but they, they it looked like it was endless. Okay. This pool of talent. Is so it ba- second
2: name
1: Canal? What? Who? Canales. Canales. Ser- Sergio. Sergio Canales. Well,
3: ca- yeah. can- canal is channel, isn't yeah,
0: it? So it's. Uh, so would
3: it be? Would it be channel? Yeah. Would it be channels. Channel or uh, so Canal.
0: Canal. Canal. Ch- yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Find that out, Stephen Fry out loud. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Talking about that, Jim. Marcos Senna, one of the players of the previous tournament, was dropped ahead Mm. of the World Cup and now imagine England imagine if we had a player <laughs> who was like one of the players of the tournament can we stop imagining England yeah sorry about that It's, it's, it's but cheapening have it got but
3: if you've got a system that's the thing this is it the Peter. system is key this is no it. player is bigger than the system keep knocking it about it's very hard to score, score a goal against a team mm-hmm. who don't give
0: you the ball do you ball. know whose replacement was Sergio Busquets yes. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I, I
1: was yeah. going to say I don't remember it being that controversial at the time so yeah. it was about 33, well, because 34 as, as, as
0: Peter mm. said it's about the system mm. yeah. they joined up thinking sure for your fellow player Oh. And and, and the, the two and I think there
1: is um, there is definitely uh, an argument to suggest that of course they've won the Euros the World Cup is a different challenge a bigger challenge and it was a,
0: it was outside and, of Europe no European side and so yeah, they outside, had the
1: motivation yeah. to do it and yeah. it was really really important I think. Because I, I don't want to get too on my high horse because the Netherlands have contributed a lot to international football over the years and produced some fantastic players. Yeah, not that and, time. And as an Englishman, I'm obviously in no position to comment, <laughs> um, but it was good that the good guys won in that final. I agree, I, yeah. I know a lot of people weren't happy with their, with Spain's sort of... One-nil approach. ...histrionics and their diving around and their one-nil approach, but they played better football than the Netherlands. The right
0: them. team won that tournament. Absolutely. Not. It's not always that the best team wins the World Cup. Uh, you can argue amongst yourselves how many have over the years, but without question, the, the best team won that tournament. I mean, the, the Spain World Cup squad—the the names just roll off the tongue. There is no deadwood in the squad, and, and that I, same
1: core as well again. Yeah, it? absolutely. And, and the
0: rolling of the tongue is important in the Spanish uh, pronunciation. <laughs> it is very yeah. much so. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and I love the fact that Pepe Reina became known as the country's uh, best cheerleader around this time. Bit patronising on a very good people.
1: You think
4: that he'll be Newcastle come January?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, and I love the fact that they started off with a one-nil loss to Switzerland, in that. tournament yeah. we mentioned that, of course, in the 2010 roundup as well. Then they went on and beat everybody else. Um, but this was a more <laughs> possession-style uh, Spanish approach, and and this was again tiki tacker But this was more the sort the, of the, the strangulation. End yes, of it, the it? slow stranglehold. Yeah. You know, the one nils as, as we spoke about all the way up until the final. Uh, but when all was said and done, they became the the world champions for the first time ever, and and, and rightly so as well. And again, you, if you look, if you stretch out the World Cup timeline, you know goodness knows where you know football will be and who will be the best in a hundred years. But you you might look back at it and see that timeline of again a 1950 semi final appearance not really anything in between, and then, boom, World Cup winners in 2010, it would sort of think, oh, where did that come from? You know. they're,
3: they're doing a conga through a press conference. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think... Um, that, was a, was that, oh, that was a
0: semi-final. That was we're it, not it, yeah. doing that again. We're Wait, not doing yeah, we that role Yeah, again. we muffed it up oh, yeah. when, when, when we are in Johannesburg.
4: Uh, because because we've covered...
1: There's um, Jesse Lingard in it. <laughs> <laughs> because we've covered 2010 like to, to death already... Yeah, of course, of course. Um, I, I want to skip across to, to, to Euro 2012, purely because I think we can justify how they won Euro 2008 and how they won World Cup 2010. Mm, yeah. Okay, do you want to come in before I go? Uh, go if, there? if I could, okay, just for okay, a moment.
0: Okay. But you are right to do that because I was going to leave 2010 there because yeah. we have spoken about that. But, you know, the sleeping giant of international football was wide awake. Oh, let okay. Let you say. want but, to get that line in? But Roberto Martinez, said in <laughs> <laughs> Roberto Martinez said in 2011 about the Spanish national side... I and, could still do a job for this <laughs> thing. <laughs> Why worry defensively? No, he said, they all know each other. They are all friends with each other. They are all comfortable with the same style of play. I think we can expect Spain to carry on playing in the same way for the next 10 years. There is not... Not even a divide between Real Madrid and Barcelona players anymore because they all grew up together, and that is something to be said. We heard recently um, on TV Lampard, Gerrard, and Rio Ferdinand talking about certain players not clicking for England when they played under um, Sven uh, because they were such club men. They were such you know he was Mister Manchester United, he was Mister Chelsea, Mister Liverpool, and they had such strong rivalries that they when they met up at international level for England, excuse. I was about to say (laughs) just excuses. No, no, no. There's a number of excuses, but but they were saying you know that was a part of it as well and they, they all felt that so I'll, I'll take them on well, their I word. I was watching it and there weren't. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but Spain didn't have that and that was typified by the centre-back partnership of Pique and Ramos. Well, it's a
1: really important point. Yeah. They, yeah. Are, they were able consistently to put a... They would play the most fiercely contested classicos, Yeah, and then they would report for international Absolutely. duty. And I don't know whether they are best friends or not but the point is it doesn't really matter. The yeah. system was yeah. key. They were able to put it to one you,
4: side. You look at someone like Sergio Ramos like just wandering around kicking all these international teammates and then just being okay with it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. And, 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 and I think I would say that Euro 2012, where they, they dominated Italy in the final, mm-hmm. uh, for me, that is the pick of the three. No, I because, agree. I'll no, tell I you agree. why. Euro 2008, you're, you're hungry, you're, you're fired up, you yep. haven't won anything for ages, you've underachieved. And to get over that hump is no mm-hmm. mean feat. Mm. 2010, of course... It's the same, but with the World Cup, yep. 2012. You've already done it. Well, you're European yeah. and, uh,
0: and World Champions going
1: into and the it's, tournament. It's a hallmark of how much they wanted it. Yes, but they were able to to tack on to this idea that haven't ed- hadn't ever really been talked about before. Of no team has won three in a row. We want to be the first. I to I mean, do it.
0: the only one. Just to say for for any historians out there, Uruguay won the 1924. And the 1928 men's football Olympics. Now people go, nah, but that was sort Don't of considered a pre-pre ride okay. to the World Cup. They won the 1930 World Cup, but yes, I, I think it's fair to say that Spain are the only side. But the to reason win, I find that in the modern era, the course. reason
1: I find that important yeah. is because it shows a positive attitude. To look, if we need to give ourselves an excuse to go and do it and, and, and maintain that intensity, mm. let's just do that. They could have easily said, well, you know what? Even if it was subconscious, they could have been like, well, we've already we've won by yeah. so whatever. We're we'll just crash They wanted to do more. They yeah. wanted to be better. And even in, in addition to that, those Barcelona players ahead of 2012 <sighs> had played an astonishing amount of games, yeah. a ridiculous amount of games. The, the intensity that they played them at was amazing. And in addition to that, those Barcelona players had played an astonishing amount of games in 11-12. Yeah. They went deep in the yeah. Champions League it yeah. for, for a of it. few
0: seasons in a row as well. And,
1: and we talk of, I, mean, I keep referring it back to England, I don't mean to, but our <laughs> players are tired because the Premier League's intense. Blah, blah. Those guys played an intense amount of foot they, <sighs> cover, they cover ground. With a pressing <laughs> style. Yeah, and yeah. Then, so there's no, continue, there's no real excuse. Yeah, there's no real excuse.
0: Yeah, it's very true. Well, one one uh, moment in that tournament when I was w- watching back at the highlights was uh, when Spain played France in, in the knockouts in that game. They won 2 0. Jabby Alonso double, which is a wonderful thing. When he scores the penalty, which is the second goal, than injury time. Spain celebrate like it was the fifth in a 5-0 win. There they are against France in the knockout round of a major tournament. It was 1-0 up until that point. Again, they look comfortable, but still... To, to score a goal to kill off the tie against a big opponent in a, in a knockout game, you'd think there'd be a bit more it's expectation. But it was it was kind of like, well, yeah, you know, we're up, we're calm, we're we just we're now, just going through um, these winning motions of us. Well,
1: that, that's a hallmark of the team as well. I don't yeah. know if you guys remember, but if they were up they were against looking it,
0: invincible. If they were up against it though, they wouldn't lump it. They, no. wouldn't, they wouldn't
1: change their, their, their commitment to the philosophy. They, they probably took on the. Um, I mean, always getting a mention on this show, Jonathan Wilson talked about. Spain adopting the Barcelona style in about 2010, yeah. which isn't to, oh, all right, well, we're going to chuck a couple of big men on, we're going to lump it forward if we're not winning. They stick to it. They believe mm. in it. And I think if you could um, sum up this era in a number of different sort of little, little things, it would be the ball inside the fullback oh. is a classic of this era. <laughs> and didn't we see
0: that with Jordi Alba's goal against yeah. Italy yeah. in the final? They
1: stood over and over again. Uh, Why are players drifting in and fullbacks overlapping oh, is yeah. another one. Um, and also, I think one more telling one would be Trust the yeah. trust in which they place their colleagues in yeah. they will give each other the ball under huge pressure and mm. trust themselves mm-hmm. to be good enough to get out of it and the confidence that'll give you as a team i imagine is very very high
0: and don't forget the goalkeeper in that Casillas. you know uh, he's he, one of the best goalkeepers of his generation without a doubt and it's easy to forget that especially how it worked out you know as we spoke about very very briefly in a previous uh, uh, one ramble there uh, 12 days of christmas 12 rambles of christmas sorry when he was bombed out by Mourinho. Um, and, and to just very briefly highlight the penalty shooter against ...against Portugal in in Euro 2012. Penalty shootouts, they're not a lottery, but... You know, a, a better side can be undone by uh, another side in a shootout. Yeah. And Chavi uh, Alonso misses Spain's first kick immediately. Casillas saves the next one, mm. and it's things like that where you just think, "Don't worry, I've got you." But, but you bring in
3: Casillas there, and like uh, the captain himself, and we, I think we mentioned a few times on the podcast. Yeah, he was the captain. He, yeah. Like the, 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 that's a kind of a bit of an anomaly that uh, nobody really gives a toss about who the captain is because they're that kind of team who play for each other. But Casillas kind of reinvented the sweeper keeper sort of thing. Who, yep. who kind of like his delivery was important, and how good he was with his feet mm-hmm. uh, was another big deal as well. Don't, don't
1: uh, let don't let the captaincy of an international football team be a massive albatross around you. neck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> give it to anyone.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Um, give it to Gunasaurus. Give it to all of them. But yeah, but the, you, to say Euro 2012 was the peak. Not only was that tournament the peak the final of that oh. tournament was the absolute climax beating a team 4-0
4: finals are so often cagey games mm. aren't they especially, especially when you've got a team like Italy involved but although Italy were a all. bit more expansive well, were they, they in drew, that tournament but, but they drew
1: one all with Italy early on in the tournament mm. and we talk about that in the context of the Brazil-Germany game and so that yeah. hardly ever happens. I mean in the Euros it did because Spain were, was so much better that was the crowning moment of their era I think Absolutely. It probably the start of the end of their era because mm. they, they now have to make
0: changes and, and obviously yeah. they weren't victorious in 2014
1: fair enough mm-hmm.
0: um, but, but. For that, for those... Well, the wheels came off in 2014, but they've been quickly put back on. 2016, they went out in the knockout, so they would have been a bit disappointed. But for
1: those four or five years, I mean... They were yeah, absolutely yeah. magnificent. Irresistible.
4: But you can see them rising again. Mm, well, you can see a player like Isco coming through. as yeah. a perfect example of like someone that clearly looks like the... Absolutely top quality, really world class player, player, and that yeah. production line is still rolling.
0: Totally, yeah, I mean, absolutely right, and and, and they, they were the first side to defend the European Championship Trophy as well, which is yeah. quite a, a it's thing. funny.
4: Like they weren't written off ahead of Euro twenty twelve, but people just sort of assumed no one could do that. Well,
0: I think I think they, they slightly went away from their ideals. I mean, Del Bosque oddly started Diego Costa up front, mm. which was, seemed a bit disjointed at the time, and obviously it, it, it cost them. You know, yeah, um, this um, is after the Euros. Pos- their possession, uh, yeah.
1: their possession. Stats which are important for a team like Spain. Yes. I'm not born about stats, but their possession they, they had they had adapted in in 2012 in the final. Even though they won four nil, they had 48 percent position. Right. in the final. That in, is interesting.
0: That's in the final in
1: 2010, they had 57 percent.
0: Yeah, so yeah. so I mean it, it has it has changed.
1: It does, yeah. And, and I, I think. Um, Gabriel McCotti summed it up very, very well, saying that they, they have to be considered the greatest international team of all time. Mm-hmm. Not just because they won three in a row, but because they did it in a harder era with improved presence all over the world from places like Africa and Asia. It's never mm-hmm. been as competitive as it is now. Mm-hmm. So for that reason, you have to consider them the best mm-hmm. international
0: team of all time. And I would find it hard to disagree with that. Absolutely right. No, completely. And going into Russia, they're among the favourites again. And, and they seem to now have a permanent seat at uh, international football's top table and they've put themselves on there as they should have done which previously they didn't have but they're now up there with Germany and Italy and Brazil you know uh, just because of that incredible four year period and it's- the three lions <laughs> 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 the lions are feeding off the scraps uh, which is goes against <laughs> the scrap yeah but we may well never see <laughs> very good Peter thank you we may never see the likes of that again but my goodness we certainly saw it there so there we are the, the, the era of Spain's dominance thank and you very much for listening to number 5 of our 12 Rambles of Christmas what were you going to say Peter? I'm just saying it's just a testament to love and friendship that
3: uh, you know big, big big Real <laughs> big Real uh, Madrid players and big Barcelona players could just get on mm. I that. That's a takeaway, isn't it? That's will, a takeaway for will me. Will we
0: ever see an England side dominated by Newcastle and Sunderland it's players? Like, it's like when Hacksaw Jim, like Hacks Jim Duggan was
3: caught in a car with the Iron Shake and wrestling changed forever.
0: Yeah. Because I mean, yeah, they right. got arrested
3: for cocaine possession. Yeah. Okay, right. right. It's, yeah, it's exactly like that. Isn't yeah. It?
0: Yeah. Newcastle and Sunderland players dominating England England?
1: No. no. I believe that we are going to be friends
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could do finish. better than that. That was a very tuneful. I it.
1: think Marcus should t- wrap this up. I All think. right, yeah, well, ladies good friend
0: and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there we are, number five on the 12 Rambles of Christmas. Our daily countdown of what we see as the 12 defining topics in football since we began back in 2007. Yeah, and don't forget
1: your chance to win. Email us in. You know it by now, but I'll give it <laughs> to you anyway. I'll give it a re-up. Ooh. Show at Uh Pete uh, will be checking them out, and we will, we'll unveil our favourite on Christmas Eve.
3: Yeah. Can you tell it this is the fourth one we recorded today? Yeah! <laughs> the most technically able football team reported on by people who were exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. They only won three
0: major trophies. I like to think that this one was mm. our fourth of the day. <laughs> <laughs> say goodbye, chaps. Goodbye. All of you? Oh, but, no, just do it in order. All right, say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Do it properly. Say goodbye, Jim. Bridge. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. El Diablo. And bye from me. Better.
3: It's Christmas! What's Spanish for Christmas? Feliz Nav- Navidad.
0: Navidad. Navidad. Feliz is happy. Feliz happy Navidad. Open the door. I want to wish you
3: a Merry Christmas.
5: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savoury tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early
1: so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus.